Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we read Parasha Kisisa. And this is a very strange parasha. Till today we're paying for the sin of the golden calf. Every young keeper, we're atoning for it. It's been thousands of years later and we're still carrying this heavy burden in our, in our shoulders. And it's mind-boggling because the Jewish people had just come out from the most spiritual experience in their whole lives, which was the revelation of Hashem at Mount Sinai. They were given the Torah. They were like angels. They were so elevated spiritually. And then Moshe Rabbeinu goes up to the mountain to bring down the tablets. And what happens? They make a miscalculation. And for a few hours, they thought their Rebbe had died. They got very scared. They started to doubt. And what's the first thing they do? They make a golden calf and they do idol worship. And it was the, 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 from being here, they fell to the lowest of the lowest of the lowest. So the Rebbe, Hasidut, the Sihas teach us that every descent, every Yedida, every Yerida exists only for the purpose of an Aliyah, of an ascent. That a person doesn't fall down just because. If a person drops, it's not so he stays down there. It's for a purpose. There's a purpose. And the only way a person can rise higher than where he is, is if he, if he falls. So here we learn that furthermore, as everything we experience in the physical realm exists only because it's a mirror of the spiritual realm, every descent in, 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 in spirituality is also only for the purpose of an ascent. And we learn from this, there's many different ways of looking at it. We can see a soul, a soul descends into this world, a soul very lofty, comes from a very high place, from a very high spiritual place, and it's sent down to this world, it comes down to the lower realm that ever exists, and it's encapsulated in a body, and then he has to deal with the material world. He has to deal with eating and working and looking for shelter and getting an education and getting a job and living a material existence. This is an example of a descent. Like imagine, a soul is up there in heaven. He's godly. He doesn't need any of this. Why does he have to come here? And so we learn that the, the truth is that Hashem gives us opportunities of ascension, of aliyahs. He's always trying to make, take us higher and higher and higher. And so also we learn that there's the concept of Hesed and Gevura. Hesed is the right side and Gevura is the left side in the tree of life. Uh, or in the body, it's known as the right hand or the left hand. And so we see here that this is a, an important distinction, the notion in spirituality of left and right. The right is goodness, is kindness, is love. And the left side is Gevura, uh, which is justice, discipline, um, uh, you know, Gevura, strictness. And so we learn from here that whenever left and right are mentioned in the Torah, there are a code of Hesed and Gevura. 
So the two concepts of descent for the reason of an ascent, the Yerida for the purpose of the Aliyah, and the concept of Hesed and Gevura, love and kindness and, and, and strictness, are the matrix of all creation and two of its deepest secrets. This is where it's contained. So the concepts begin with creation of, of the world itself. Hashem, as we know, He created the world with kindness. He created this world with kindness. He wanted to give kindness to, 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 to somebody. So He created a whole world so He could give of His kindness. And in itself, He had to con, con, contract himself, he had to, it's called simsum in Kabbalah, he had to contract himself in a way that he's almost not, not even existent. And he created these four worlds, this becomes very abstract, but I'm going to explain it easy, just to give you the concept. There's the concept of the Ein Sof, the never-ending light, which is Hashem. And from that Ein Sof, that never-ending light, which is infinite, from there up, there's much more. It's infinite. It's never-ending. But from the Ein Sof down, Hashem created four worlds. So we could give us this existence, so He could create this world. He created these four worlds, which are the world of Asilut, the world of Beria, the world of Yetzira, and the world of Asiya, the world of Emanation, the world of creation, the world of formation, and the world of action. And actually, we live in the lowest realm of the world of action because there is a spiritual asiya and a physical asiya. And we live in the lowest of the lowest. Imagine a cone, and we're in the tip of the cone where it's pitch black, where a person can even doubt if God exists. And this although he had to create it with Gevura, with strictness, in reality is Hashem's biggest kindness. Because out of a strictness, out of contracting himself and making himself small, and to be able to give us this world, so we, as his children, can have the opportunity to go higher. And so this, this concept is, um, is mind-boggling, but it really gives us a lot of insight of why the world is the way it is, why we live in such a dark place, why sometimes people have to suffer so much. And in reality, Hashem gives us a, a book, He gives us a, a Torah, a Sefer, which contains His wisdom and His will. It's basically Hashem in a book, but it's His will and His wisdom. And He gives us a way in which we can bring light into this world, where we can bring godly revelation to this world. So when a Jew learns Torah, when a Jew does mitzvot, when he prays, when he gives sedaka, when he's doing all these things, he is bringing revelation to the world. He's elevating the world. He's bringing the world to a higher place. So he has to come down to this very, very down place, low place, in order to be able to bring it up and, and, and ascend it and make an aliyah out of it. And so, so we see here um, that it's, it's an analogy of a father. We can understand this with an analogy of a father, that a father is uh, today, we, they call them helicopter parenting, like where they're protecting their kids so much that at the end the kids go the other way. And so this can cause the reverse of what the parent wants. He's so meticulous in everything about his kid. He doesn't let him do 
anything wrong. He doesn't want the kid to fall down. He doesn't want him to scrape his knee. He doesn't want the kid to suffer. He wants him to have a perfect life. And at the end of the day, this doesn't work. It goes the other way. So we see here that Hashem does the same to us. He, he brings us to this world and He doesn't want to make us crippled children. He doesn't want us to be crippled in our lives. He doesn't, he's not a helicopter parent. He allows us to fall down. He lets us scrape our knees, fall down, have a boo-boo in your head, have a boo-boo, be humiliated. He allows it. But the reason why He allows it is so we can have the, the merit to be able to get up, clean ourselves, and, and go higher. So just so is Hashem, which is the left hand, He does this with Gevura. He, he, sometimes the world, there's a lot of Gevura, there's a lot of strictness, there's a lot of, uh, of discipline in the world. But at the end of the day, this Gevura really comes from the deepest place of kindness. It's, it's, it's true love of a child. When a parent has to take the kid to the doctor because the kid is sick, and he knows they're going to take blood out of the kid and maybe they're going to give him horrible medicine and maybe the kid has to go through not very comfortable uh, exams. And the parent has to take the kid to the doctor. He takes him with Gevura. He doesn't take him with love and kindness. He takes him with Gevura. He has to enforce in himself discipline to be able to take his child. I tell you because I have three children that are grown up, but I lived through it, that I had to sometimes take them and do uncomfortable things for them, but at the end of the day, came from a place of love and, 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 and worry that I wanted the best for my children. So the, at the same time, Hashem sometimes makes us fall, sometimes He allows it so we can get up, so we can rise higher. And this is the story of the golden calf. Hashem allowed it. He knew that the people of Israel were going to sin. He knew it. He's beyond time and space, and he knew it. And there's a question. What's, what came first, the egg or the chicken? And here the question is, what came first, the downfall of the Jewish people? Was it because they were scared that their Rebbe, Moshe Rabbeinu, was not coming down? Or was it that the, 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 the environment in which they were there allowed it for them to fall down? So whatever the reason was, that's not what matters. That's not what matters. What matters is that Hashem gave the Jewish people the biggest gift that anybody can ever have. And that's the gift of Teshuvah. To return. To return to our essence. You know, Hashem gives us 613 mitzvot. Each mitzvot, you have 248, which are positive mitzvot, which are this I should do. This is what you should be doing. 248 things you should be doing. From today, there's many that we don't do because we don't have a temple or because you're a woman or because you're not a, not a Kohen. So we're, we're, we don't do them. But basically, there's a number of mitzvot that we have to run and do. And then there's 365 mitzvot that we have to run and not do. We have to go the other way and not do them. So all these mitzvahs, imagine that each one has a string. And those strings are connected from God to you. 613 strings that are your lifeline and connection to Hashem. So every time you don't do something you should do, or you do something you shouldn't do, that string gets cut. 
and you get disconnected. That lifeline gets disconnected. Obviously, a Jew is full of mitzvot, like a pomegranate, and we're never gonna be completely disconnected because something you're doing, right? Either you're giving tzedakah, either you're praying for sick people, either you're doing favors for friends, whatever you're doing keeps you connected to Hashem. You honor your parents, you went to shul on Friday for Shabbat services, anything you do keeps you connected to Hashem. But basically the idea is that every time we don't do something we should, or we do something we shouldn't, that lifeline gets cut. But the beauty, the beauty about it is, and that's the whole idea of the descent for the ascent, is that when a person does teshuvah, a person never ate kosher, and suddenly one day he wakes up and he says, okay, one minute, I'm not gonna eat treif anymore. I'm not gonna eat again ever in my whole life. Any animal that is not a kosher animal, let's start there, then that, that string that is the kosher string gets a little knot, it gets tied down. And what happens is that the string shortens, it becomes shorter. It's not like the original one, because of the knot it shortens. So what does Teshuvah do when a person fails, when a person falls, once he corrects whatever happened, when he returns, when he goes back to Hashem, because Teshuvah doesn't mean just to repent and that's it. This is not a Jewish concept. Obviously Teshuvah is, part of Teshuvah is, is feeling remorse for what you're doing. It's part, the beginning of doing something. But the, it doesn't stop there. Teshuvah means that you literally return to your essence. You go back to who you really are. This is what, what Teshuvah means. You return the, the name of God. You put it back together. And so once this is done, this knot is done and this string becomes shorter. And the beauty of it is that once you do that, you're closer to God. You're higher. And so, my friends, if you're down, don't feel so bad. It's an opportunity to go up. Don't look at it like your life is done, I'm done, I'm a good for nothing. This is not the Jewish way of looking at life. The Jewish way of looking at life is yes, I did something wrong, I am accountable, I am responsible, I have to change, I have to grow, and I'm gonna clean my knees, I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna get straight, and I'm gonna do teshuva. So I wish you a blessed week, and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.